back to the weekly edition of How's the Bite. I'm Ken Root with Bob Urban here at Murray's uh, Outdoors on the south end of Guttenberg under the big walleye. Bob, good to see you. Feeling okay today? Yeah, Ken, don't get too close to me. You know, that's not going to be a problem. You know, it's awfully close to perfect here right now. This could be heaven. The leaves are at peak, I would say, are very close to it. There's some trees that are red and a lot of golds and a few greens dropped into that. The weather is kind of in neutral. It's really easy weather. It's been that all the way north. I was up in northern Minnesota this week. How's the fishing? Fishing's really good here, Ken. Everything. It just depends on what you want to go for. Guys are coming in, what they want to fish for. You can fish for smallmouth. You can profile and fish for perch right now. You can fish for bluegills if you want to. Um, now you can go for crappies. They're grouped up. They're fishing crappies. But the number one bite that people are coming in the store for are our fall walleyes and saugers. Uh, tailwaters of Lock and Dan number 10, Guttenberg, Iowa here. And people are coming in hot and heavy. I was on Lake of the Woods this week, and we got a 28-and-a-half-inch walleye, several that were in their slot length of 27 down to 24, but we got a lot of 17s and 18s, which are keepers, and I brought back a lot of fish. But the guy I was traveling with, longtime friend of mine, hooked into a sturgeon that the guide estimated to be 5 feet long, did not get it in the boat, but it broke the pole and broke the line, which is actually better than catching it. Yeah, it's definitely the story. I, you guys came in the other day and told us the story, and, and we see them here um, as well. You'll see them on the fishing barge, landing 615. They just landed one yesterday, I think, or the day before. Uh, maybe not five foot, maybe four, but still just a, just a really nice creature, I guess you would call it. They, they're almost a different historic prehistoric type of fish uh cartilage and um sometimes they'll bite they'll fish but we're not fishing for them yeah they told me up there that if you want to take a big pile of night crawlers and hook them all up together and throw them out you're more likely to catch one but we saw one caught the day before we caught our we hooked ours and these two guys got him up they were yelling at us from their boat and he went right through the bottom of their net just tore the heck out of their net. So they didn't have a chance at him once they did that. But let's talk uh, Guttenberg area. How was your tent sale last week? Tent sale was great. Uh, we had some rain. I think that's where I got my cold from. But there's some stuff going around here in town. Um, I think I'm over it. I think I think today will hopefully will be the last day of it. But it's been a rough couple days for me. But tent sale was good. We cooked a lot of fish. Benny was on the fish. Joel and Al did the brat samples out of Edgewood. We had a really good event. It's always a good event. Uh, a lot of people came in. And then on Sunday, was it? I think we we had the tournament for Cedar Falls fishing team. And I think they were going up against uh, Cedar Rapids Prairie. So we had 17, 20 boats. And then I got to talk with those guys uh, Sunday. Really? Tell me about it and let's hear them. Yeah, so I, I talked to them. You'll, you'll hear some of the interviews uh, with the kids and their, their kids. Uh, some of them are really, really good fishermen, and, and some of them went to nationals. And they'll talk about that. Uh, we interviewed two teams and how they did, and they were doing a three-tier tournament, and this was the last one, I think, up here in Guttenberg out of, out of uh, the south ramp is where they put in. <laughs> 
These guys are from the Cedar Falls fishing team, and I got Ty and Ethan Zimmerman. We're going to talk with Ty first. Ty, what happened this weekend? What were you guys working on this weekend, and why? what brought you to Guttenberg, Iowa this weekend? The three-day trail for the tournament, and we were just chasing the fish. Yeah, what kind of fish are you guys going after? You guys are uh fishing team, but you're what are you going after? What would the, the tournament this weekend, what did that consist of? Large mouth and small mouth. And did you come up and pre fish? I know it rained and rained and rained. Did Our you guys dad. get any pre fishing done? Our dad went and pre fished. We did not go. Yeah, and he came probably come up with some good spots. We're talking about youth fishing, uh youth tournaments this year. So they got two years in, things are getting figured out, and you got some sponsors, right? Is that how you guys get some of your stuff and are able to travel around? What else do the sponsors help with? Uh, getting baits, uh, fixing boats and props and everything that we need to do, paying for trips, stuff like that. So this isn't just you guys going out and fishing. You got some support. You got some background information. Anybody else? So you got some sponsors. We're going to talk about them. Um, are you guys able to drive boats and stuff, all that stuff? So let's talk about that. Who who do we need to talk about and who do we need to mention for that kind of stuff? You, obviously, you probably don't. How old are you? Uh, 14. And do you own your brand new Ranger boat that you drive around? Oh, you don't have that. So you need you need some help with that, right? So let's talk about that. Uh, as a student, really all you need is fishing tackle and rods and reels. But as a captain, you just need a boat. And a captain would be an adult, I would assume, um, with a boat. And what do they do for you guys? Uh, they drive the big motor. They can use the trolling motor if you want. Um, give us spots, help us out, and stuff like that. How did you guys come into get involved in Cedar Falls, some local lakes or local club? Um, is there a coach involved? or How did you guys get involved in that? The coach's kid is one of my friends, and he told me about it, and it sounded very interesting. And I've been fishing all my life, just never bass fishing. And when I heard about that, it sounded interesting, and I joined the team. Ethan and Ty. We got Ethan now. Ethan, let's talk about some of these sponsors that we we need to mention. Um, just because they're the ones that give you guys support and, and are with the club, I'd like to mention them and, and see what they do for you. Uh, they can just really help you out with baits. And, like, spots, and they just support you guys through through every tournament you do. And what what's the names of the sponsors? Uh, Shields, Impact, and Hanks. And what's Impact? Impact Outdoors, Prop Shop. Gotcha, Prop Shop. And they're out of Cedar Falls there, right on the north side of town? Yeah, yeah I think I've driven by there before. And uh, who's the captains? Everybody got different captains? Uh, yeah. Let's mention just the two, the, your guys' captain. I have my dad, Josh Timmerman, and they have Ketman, Andy Ketman. Andy Ketman. Andy Ketman. Nice. It's awesome that people are involved with that. And you guys are under a coach. Is it a school coach or just a friend? Or what's the local coaches? And do we want to mention their names? Uh, we have Coach Carter and then Coach TJ and Coach Brian. And what do you, can you talk a little bit about the coach? Like, do you guys get together every week? Do you just talk about stuff? Or you you go out on the lake? Do you guys have any local spots there in Cedar Falls that you're fishing to get ready for this? Not really, but we meet, like, once every month to talk about, like, 
what tournaments are coming up and like how to fish them. Any big fundraisers that you guys do to fund? This stuff isn't cheap, right? Driving to Guttenberg from Cedar Falls, all that. I don't know if the parents are just funding it or do you guys do any fundraisers or anything like that that you guys do? Uh, we had one out in Georgia with and we just help people like who didn't know how to really fish. We just help them out. That's awesome. So Ty and Ethan Timmerman, Cedar Falls, Iowa, Cedar Falls fishing team. Uh, how'd you guys do on your last tournament? Uh, we did pretty good. We got 10 pounds, 83 ounces. And then we, I don't know what place we got, but we did pretty good. And you guys went to, was it regionals or nationals? Nationals. National tournament. And just talk about that or what, what you qualified. I believe it was an Okoboji qualifier. And can you talk about how many boats qualified from that tournament and then where that tournament was and what how you guys did down there? A little different scenario. Um, but just talk about that experience. Uh, in Okoboji, only two boats qualified. It was us two, me and Ty, and then some other Southern Iowa team in East Lake Okoboji. And then we went down to Oklahoma, and it was a lot different than that. There was, like, no structure or anything we were used to fishing. And we ended up catching zero fish for the tournament. Yeah, and I think I think we had our, our group from last year that come to, come to the same conclusion. It's just a tougher, different... So you guys are more regionalized. You know how to catch fish in Iowa. And then when they put you in a different atmosphere, that's the challenge then, right? There's So you guys are really good at catching fish, but then trying to locate the fish in those other areas is is probably more of a challenge. Would you say that's maybe an area where you guys need to grow on or, or learn? Yeah, because it can be different than what we're used to fishing. We're used to fishing docks in, like, wood, and there was, like, no no docks and no wood. Yeah, so that can be difficult. It's awesome just to get to that, to do that number two. How many boats were up in Okoboji? You guys were two, top two out of how many? There was a lot of boats, like maybe... 30 40 area yeah yeah that's pretty good that's like winning a pretty good tournament so is there any money that you guys win or is it just uh trophies or oh just to say you got two out of out of 30 and then go to the nationals it's like at nationals what's what's the prize there down at nationals uh it was a three thousand dollar scholarship to a boat to each kid that's awesome that's awesome all right uh ethan timmerman ty timmerman thanks for chatting with us and we're going to talk with the other team. Ken here with Jared Ketman, Cedar Falls fishing team. Uh, we've talked with a few of the guys already. Jared's here. Um, they did a three-day fishing tournament up here on pool. What pool were you fishing, Jared? Ten. Ten. Pool ten. We are locking dam ten here in Guttenberg, Iowa. And everybody was like, well, yesterday they were like, oh my gosh, the fish are biting. So you guys help business, to be honest with you. Everybody was like, the fish are biting like crazy. There's so many boats, but it was just your, a lot of it was just you guys in your tournaments. How many boats were in yesterday's tournament? I think there was uh, 20-some boats. 20-something, and the dads are yelling here, 17. So that's fine. That's all right. We'll get that figured out. 17 boats, that's still a lot of boats. So um, what place or how many fish did you, uh, you guys, are you, who's your partner? Jonah Leonard. So Jared and Jonah. Um, how'd you guys do yesterday? Uh, we got fourth in that leg, but, uh, we placed third overall for the three leg trail. 
And what's the three legs? Can you talk about the three legs? Uh, three different tournaments over the weekends um, at three different spots, and they just add up the total points at the end. And this one was out of Pool 11, uh, Mississippi River. Where were the other two at? Uh, one was at Brushy Creek, and the other one was at uh, Waverly and the Cedar River. Nice. So those two went okay for you as well if you're fishing uh, – Fishing three tournaments, doing that. How much time did you guys put in in this uh, this summer? How many tournaments? Is it just those three that you fished, or how many different ones do you think we fished? Just roughly. Like six tournaments. And is there a lot of pre-fishing involved with you guys, or do you just go out and just kind of wing it? It depends on where it's at and if we have time to go out and pre-fish. What's the fall bite right now? Water temp is 57 degrees. I know perch fishing, I know walleye fishing, I know bluegill fishing, I know cat fishing. Guess what fishing I personally don't know that well. Uh, right now there's a lot of crankbait bites and Texas rigs, um, jerk baits, spinner baits, chatter baits. What color are we using in the fall? What's a good color? Water quality was probably pretty clear, I'm guessing. We had three four inches of rain so i'm not sure what the river is now but most of the summer we're sitting clear for the mississippi river uh what are we using on clear water days what color do you think darker natural color and then what are we using when it's a little bit murky white and chartreuse Ooh, we're, so we're giving some tips away i like it my summer consisted of three inch bass i was really really good at catching three inch bass and so are the other folks when we're perch fishing um, up in the vegetation. You guys have a lot of nice fish going to be coming. I mean, they had a really good run this summer. So a lot of fish going there. And you you guys don't recommend eating like the big bass. I get a ton of big bass that I catch sometimes. But what do we recommend and we do with them? Throw them back. <laughs> We're always catch and release, right? Take a picture. Handle them pretty decent. Um, smallies were good this fall, largemouth, we were getting a few of those, but the smallmouth, boy, we were catching a lot of smallmouth this this fall. So thank you, Mr. Ketman, right, Jared, uh, for stopping and chatting with us. We're going to bring in Jonah, and Jonah is probably, uh, let's, I would say half the size, yeah. would you say? Yeah. Who who would win in a wrestling match between you uh, and Jared? Me. Just take him out at the legs. Jonah's probably six foot three and six two. We won't talk about the weight, but he's he's a lineman. Don't upset him. All right, so we're talking fishing with you, Jonah. Um, what was your personal best yesterday? Um, like a two and a half yesterday. Smallie or largemouth? Smallie. Smallie. What are we using to catch the smallie? What was the bait of choice on the smallmouth yesterday? Yesterday, I only threw two baits. It was a jerk bait and a crankbait, and I caught, caught all my fish on a crankbait. We started at what time? We were up and at them. These boys are up and at them again today, which I was I didn't really want to do, because I'm sure they were tired. Did you guys stay up late last night after your big tournament? No. no. Right to bed? Yeah. Nice. Uh, so, big, big lure, you said, what was the color yesterday that you were using, or the lure? I had like a purplish crankbait that I was using, and it was catching a lot of fish. Do you use purple because of the northern Iowa panthers from Cedar Falls? No, I just did some studying, and purple seemed like a good color, and I tried it, and it worked. Do you know purple is the number one color 
in this store for sales. But guess what species it is that we use purple for? Right now, the bite is hot. Walleye. Walleye saugers, purple. We are a purple, purple pool. Actually, the Mississippi River is really good purple. Purple is a good color um, for a lot of different species. Uh, what did you guys see anything splashing around yesterday in the morning, maybe, maybe in the evening? What do you think these fish are naturally feeding on? Would you guess? When we caught our uh, smallmouth, they regurgitated a lot of crawls. So, crawls. I did have some crawdads in my boat when I was perch fishing with smallmouths. A lot of crawdad bite. Um, anything else on the top water that you're noticing? Just thousands of. We've been having a lot of them. Do you notice anything else? Anything else on the river that we need? What maybe those crankbaits are imitating? Shad. Lots of shad. Lots of shad this year. Uh, a lot of bait fish this year. I was looking at smallmouth this summer and seeing their bellies like they were spawning, like spawn bellies, but they were actually shad, and they would puke them up too, kind of like crawdads. So, feed is on for the winter. What do you think they're feeding up for? Uh, like bluegill. They're feeding on bluegill shad this, but they're trying to get all those food, all that food source right now to to get some energy for winter. Yep. And you guys are finding those uh, fish, finding those fish, tournament fishing, and uh, having a good time. What's uh, the most enjoyable tournament? What's the best tournament you've ever had as far as total weight or big fish? Have you ever won the big fish? No, but my partner has a bunch. Ooh, it's good to have a good partner, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And what was his big fish, You would you say, uh, for the tournament? What's the biggest uh, smallie that you've or you, your team has caught? Uh, this tournament, he caught like a 2.87, and that was second biggest bass of the tournament, but his big bass this year was no Okoboji. It was a 4.10. Four-pound, 10-ounce, largemouth, I'm guessing. Nice. Okoboji has some nice fish, doesn't it? Yeah. Different waters, though, would you say? When you're fishing Okoboji and you come over to the muddy Mississippi, do you think it's a little bit different? Uh, yes, a lot different. And what what are you saying in Okoboji? Is that uh, just as muddy as the Mississippi, or what's the clarity over there? It is very clear. It's like water, like bottled water, clear. So what's the difference there? What do we need to fish over there if it's clear? Do we need to be more careful with, like, our boat control, the captains and all that stuff? Maybe cast a little further, or what's your recommendation in clear water versus the muddy Mississippi? Clear water, like, use darker baits, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, darker baits is usually are more natural, I think, is what they go with. Yeah. But um, Anything else we need to mention? Dads, sponsors, the boys, captains, uh, awesome job, dads. It doesn't happen without your dads. And who's this? Let's introduce this guy. He's gotten everything all involved. He's one of our local guys. He fishes bass, but he catches sometimes more walleye than bass. But here he is. This is Mike Kelly, um, volunteer boat captain for one Cedar Falls High School fishing team. Uh, we have a great volunteer base that helps make this happen for these kids. And without the people to volunteer, it'd be hard to get these kids out on the water and doing what they love to do, keep them on the water and out of trouble. That's exactly right. We get a lot of parents come in and, and kind of talk about the spending habit. Do you, you four, do you guys have a little problem when it comes to tackle? You like buying the stuff, you know it works, this and that. What I tell the parents when they come in the store is uh, at least they're doing that versus something else. 
because you guys see the news, you know what can happen, and as long as we're keeping busy and passionate about something. Staying involved in what's going on, sports, whether it's sports, fishing, hunting, outdoors activities, uh, which we promote here at Murray's Outdoors. Keeps them off the streets and keeps them out of trouble and it keeps everybody having a good time. So thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Cedar Falls Fishing Team uh, and the parents, the sponsors, and the captains, volunteers for what they do as well. Thanks, guys, for coming in. You know, we've got some people that are competitive fishing. Uh, this summer we were talking about that. They actually have some schools that have scholarships, college scholarships to be fishermen. And one of the guys that's... Uh, former on-the-tour bass fisherman said he thought a college fisherman might actually be the best that there would be. They don't have the experience, but they've got the enthusiasm and the bodily strength to fish all day. Yeah, I asked some of the kids those questions and and some of their sponsors, and, and I think that's what they're they're going after was, you know, a couple thousand dollar scholarships here and there, and, and that's what they're offered uh, at the high school level, I think. And just getting in and getting the boat, and and having the captains they can't they can't drive the boats some of them but um yeah just learning a lot of that i never really knew about it but there it's becoming pretty popular in some of the areas how about the people right now who are sort of itching for deer season um are you getting some of them coming through the store we spend a lot of time at our uh dnr machine we call it or whatever in the printer it is we are printing out tags just as fast as guys are coming in clayton county is well known for its deer numbers it's it's extra doe tags we have four thousand extra doe tags in clayton county um that are extra on top of anybody that wants to buy uh, a paid uh state tag that you can hunt wherever but um these are geared towards clayton county uh, i think we're at 20 2800 left maybe 2900 left um and we're getting actually just this morning i had a nice 12 point buck come in and another gentleman shot a nice 12 pointer so we're just starting to see some of the activity on the deer um and guys getting out uh, some yeah, of this is archery this is yeah this would be bow hunting um maybe the other guy was muzzle loader i believe but uh yeah that's that's it's been hot and heavy a lot of bow hunters are just getting out, getting their tags, getting their broadheads, getting their scents. Uh, they're going to start getting into there right around, uh, I'd say we're about a week out probably before the, the pre-rut or the rut or somewhere in there. They always say the end of October. We need to do a show that's more hunting than fishing within the next couple of weeks uh, to give people a few reference points. Uh, we've got definitely a taxidermist we can talk to about how to get that deer ready for it to be mounted in case you wanted to do that and uh, also probably just a few things to refresh people on etiquette and other things like that as you move into deer season yeah no i'd agree with that um there's a lot of people out there and, and etiquette would be something that you'd some people might not know if you're new to it as far as property and land and having some issues there you never want to have that the neighboring issues and and stuff like that you hear about it from the store here and that can that can cause some problems down the road so three words close the gate yeah exactly <laughs> exactly we're just blessed to have guttenberg and why people live here in guttenberg when you drive to work or you drive home from work or you're you're driving down highway 52 this time of year um you'll notice why people live here it's beautiful here and uh 
it's a it's a great fall climate you know but yet there's other people that are saying can't wait till the ice gets on i'm going to ice fish that's probably the number one excitement i have heard from from fishermen around here is when can we go ice fishing and and how good's it going to be this year yeah yeah that's one thing i guess i was thinking more of the leaves and stuff it's just it's just we're prime time right now. This is the this is the week. But people are asking for ice stuff. We are selling some ice stuff. We sold some ice stuff at the sports show. Some of that is pushed on YouTube. Some of it is pushed by the box stores that already have their stuff coming in, um, similar to your Christmas stuff. Uh, if you go into Menards, they probably have their, or some of their box stores, they probably have their Christmas stuff coming out. It's just the buying season for that. People are getting ready for ice. We uh, We have a, we have a really good open water season left. Some yeah. people are winterizing their boats, but I always say the real walleye fishermen, the true fishermen, when the fishing's really good, which is right now, don't put the boats away yet. You, you, you'll have all the way till ice if you wanna, if you wanna try it. If you do put your boat away, come out on the float landing six fifteen. Uh, they're having a lot of fish caught, and having a good time doing it. Speaking of that, let's go to Jamie here and see how they're doing on landing 615 here on the, uh, just south of the dam in Guttenberg. Jamie, I came out there a week ago. People had certainly been catching quite a few fish. What's the situation today? Yeah, they're catching a lot of fish, a lot of walleyes and sauters. They're using, like, hair jigs, one-eyes, and plastic. Getting a lot uh, of perch, too, so. Yeah, I was wondering, these uh, Guttenberg golds, as Bob Urban calls them, or ring perch, uh, Pretty good size. Yep, yep, some real nice ones. And uh, what hours are you open, Jamie? Seven to three. Seven to three, and they'll take you out on the barge. And what's the what's the price? Twenty dollars. All right. Thanks a lot, Jamie. Appreciate the yep. report. Well, Bob, it is uh, a great season, and uh, you've had a good year, I believe, here at the store. Uh, Roberta had a good year last spring. You know, had a good season, and now we're moving into Bob who's going to be handling everything for licenses for those of you who want uh, deer licenses and extra uh, doe tags, and then advice from you and all your crew on how to catch the fish that are biting. Yeah, it should be a good fall. should be a good winter. Uh, we're excited. Thanks for everybody that come to all of our events and come into the store, and, and uh, we're just thrilled. Bob, you also got a Facebook page where people can go and see some of the specials you have and also um, how people are doing on fishing. Yeah, our Facebook page, we try to keep that up. Um, it's Murray's Outdoor Store is our Facebook page. You can just do that. And then we, we, we link all of our stuff. We link this podcast there. We link uh, Jamie's pictures from Landing 615. Uh, some of the stuff we post uh, and some of the pictures that we post, a lot of the pictures that we are getting in, um, we do that chasing trophies thing every month where you can get in for a gift certificate. There's just a lot of stuff going on Facebook, um, from that generation. My generation is Facebook and, and it seems like we follow and people are scrolling through that a lot more than they are other stuff. Ken, one other thing quick, uh, we just got asked there about our hours changing. Most stores will go to their winter hours. Um, we keep ours the same six to five, uh, Monday through Saturday, six to three on Sundays. The reason we keep them the same, even with the sun um, and the, in the uh, winter months um, is because people will want to get started. Like I'm still having customers here at six o'clock 
because they want to get on the float first. Or it's an hour before the sun comes up. Exactly, exactly. Ice fishing is no different. They want to get their bait, they want to get their stuff, and then they want to travel up to Prairie du Chien or they want to travel up to Sny McGill. So um, when we took over the store from Beth, she said she used to do some winter hours, but then you have folks in the parking lot. If they're in the parking lot, we try to, we try to be there for them, so... It's Murray's Outdoors on the south end of Guttenberg, under the big walleye. Bob Urban is the proprietor. I'm Ken Root. Thanks for listening.